Hey, everybody. It's great to be back with you today for another episode of the In Focus podcast, taking another fresh look at the Bible and some big Christian ideas, how they bring our world into focus and empower us to live a more eternal kind of life within it. Typically, I try to put together a little opening quip to help capture your interest early and buy a few more minutes in order to be with you. But with today's episode, I'm just going to cut straight to the point with the title of the episode because I think it should do the trick just fine. And here it is. Praying with Job, unleashing anger and resentment at God and demanding to be heard. Now, if that doesn't grab your attention a little bit, I don't think anything clever I could come up with will either, so I won't even try. And even the title itself is not me trying to be clever. That is the real deal. If you are familiar with the story of Job, just before Psalms in your Old Testament, Job is hurt, he's angry, he's borderline self-righteous, he's extremely raw and uncensored. So Job's friends come along to bring him some comfort through their companionship and also some perspective through their conventional religious wisdom and truth, and Job will have none of it. He's stubborn, he doubles down, he won't back off an inch and demands some answers for the hell he's lived through. And then in a stunning finale, in... All of the right things Job's friends said to him, as they practically quoted to him Solomon's wisdom from the book of Proverbs, God declares the friends wrong. Submit yourselves to Job, God tells them, and he will pray for you. So what in the world are we to make of this? Why throw out the tried and true religious playbook with such an unconventional story? And why, particularly, are we here now to dive into this foggy mess? We are here because now is the time for Jesus to be our way. Now is the time to practice Jesus' way together, and now is our time to get real. Now, when we take Jesus seriously as our way, he forces the issue, and again, that's exactly why we're here. Uh, it's easy to remain hidden and ignore, sorry, it's easy to remain hidden and adore God, hopefully not ignoring him, although sometimes that happens too, <laughs> but it's easy to remain hidden and adore God from a safe distance for anyone who wants to. It was easy for the crowds in Jesus' day. It's still easy for us today on most Sunday mornings. Uh, perhaps by the grace of God, though, those safe, in-the-crowd type opportunities have been taken away to give us fresh eyes to see what's real. Are we only watching from within the crowd, or are we following Jesus? So I say it again, Jesus's actual way forces this issue. It forces clarity if we take it seriously. Um, so, Jesus' life was shaped by a regular practice of creating open space to be with God, with no barriers and no buffers. It was a raw and it was a very real way of living, and that was Jesus' model 
of life for the disciples. That's what he was teaching the disciples. So again, uh, for anyone inclined to adore God from a safe distance, from within the crowd, Jesus takes that away and forces us to consider the issue, am I watching from the crowd? Am I adoring from the crowd? Am I offering my affection or am I offering myself with a genuine intention to follow and to make Jesus my way? Now, Jesus, of course, um, showed us a way that was compelling and wonderful. It was a genuinely new kind of life for his followers. And what we see in Jesus is that he was open to God. No surprise there, I suppose. But our lives shape us in exactly the opposite direction. We learn from very early on the fine art of self-defense and self-preservation. We learn to compartmentalize. We learn to manage who gets to see what within us uh, because we are learning shame and guilt for certain categories of thoughts and attitudes, and we learn then to hide those deep within us and to keep them out of sight. We learn that we cannot, except at tremendous personal cost, be genuinely ourselves and be genuinely open. So we are early, early on in life crafting this kind of false self and this persona that is more acceptable to the people around us. And of course, uh, depending on the people around us, those personas will take a given shape. So we cannot help, no matter what our background is, but come to God having been shaped in this way as compartmentalized and as false selves. Whether it's unconscious or conscious, doesn't really matter in the slightest. In fact, it might be harder if we don't even realize that we have splintered ourselves off in order to be more acceptable and more appropriate. But Job shows us the way from here where we begin to there, Jesus's way where we are open to God. He shows us the way to be changed. He shows us the way to be transformed. He shows us the way to become whole as we follow and practice the way of Jesus. So the way of Jesus includes, as we said before, and as we've noticed, noted on previous episodes, a regular intentional practice of creating space to be open with God. Uh, we noted in previous episodes that both the openness and the space are critical in this. Um, if you look at classic disciplines and the ways uh, Christians before us have spoken about this. They use words like silence, solitude, stillness, prayer or listening prayer or contemplative prayer. All these sorts of things are um, different ways to try to grab a hold of the ultimate reality. And the language I just chose to use to try to be helpful for us is to have open space with God. So, There's some thoughts. This openness obviously requires freedom to be ourselves, to be who we really are. Openness by its very nature is uncensored. Again, this runs against the grain and the shape that the world uh, forces upon us. Openness is genuine. It's authentic. It's searching. It's quite real. Openness is not holding anything back and not hiding. 
openness frees us, now we're pressing into religious things a little bit, to go beyond platitudes, to go beyond correctness, and to go beyond propriety. Openness oftentimes, um, and this depends on our experiences, but openness, as we see in the case of Job, unleashes our anger, our frustration, and our doubts before God and demands to be heard. And it's all there in Job's story, in the Bible. And to drive home the point one step further, uh, what scripture did Jesus make his own prayer in some of the final moments on the cross? Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? There are thousands of glory to God type of verses that were at Jesus's disposal, no doubt that he had also memorized, and thousands of verses would have seemed more holy and more appropriate according to our religious sensibilities, but Jesus didn't present to God um, or to the listening world around him a more appropriate, and in this case, false self. In the most hellish of moments, he was fully present and fully open with the Father. Again, this isn't where any of us begin our journey. Journey. We begin practicing Jesus' way, and we come before God in the beginning, having been shaped by life as closed people. And there, in the holy stillness of God's presence, as we decide to begin opening up, as we decide to take that risk, as we decide to take that step of faith, uh, there will already be things inside us that are going to flow out of every space that we open to God. Again, this is what we see happening in Job's life. That space was occupied. So as he prayed, as he was before God, the door opens and some things flow out. And that's where the space is created and where God is knocking at our hearts to come in. That is okay. It's actually needed because of our humanity And in those places, we just need to let it go. That's the way. God's big enough to take it. He loves you. He knows what you've been through. He knows all of the mess uh, that's inside us anyway. And he still wants us, all of us in our entirety. He wants all of your life to be in him. So he will listen He's big and he's safe. He's already knocking on the door of your heart and he's waiting for you. And honestly, what's the alternative? Keeping God compartmentalized in order for us to hang on to all of our messes and pain? Or keeping a full, abundant, eternal kind of life with God at a distance in order to keep hidden what he already sees and knows? Let's choose life. Let's choose Jesus's way of living so we can find that life in God. Let's go before God often and on purpose, and let's open ourselves to him everywhere inside that he is knocking. Lord God, may your grace be sufficient for us. 
May we discern you knocking on the doors of our hearts and minds. May we be awakened by your spirit to open. May we let go of whatever is inside us in those places. May we unleash our messes and unload our burdens upon you, the God who's big enough and good enough and faithful enough to be there with us, to hear us, and to completely fill the voids left in us as we voice and let go of our anger, our frustration, our doubts, and our pain. Here we are, Lord Jesus. We want to know you. We want to be known by you. Meet us and transform us as we step out into your way. Amen. All right, uh, there it is today, short and sweet, but I pray uh, gripping and awakening your hearts and minds and stirring you to step out in the way of Jesus, to create open space to be with God, to set yourself apart to Him, and then to hear and discern Him knocking at the door of your heart and giving you the grace to open and to let go of whatever was in you to embrace His presence in those places. If this episode has helped bring your world into focus and maybe to equip you to live a more eternal kind of life, please take a second to give it a good rating or review with your podcast provider. Uh, Maybe you'd even like to become a subscriber. Your responses will help in focus to become more recommended by your podcast providers and make it easier for others to find the show in the future. If you'd like, you can also share this episode directly with your friends on social media. A link has been provided to this show in the show notes to do just that. If you'd like to hear some thoughts about something specific from the Bible or a particular big Christian idea that could help bring your world into better focus, please email me using the address that's also included in the show notes. I'd love to hear your feedback to help improve the show as well as to talk about how things are going for you as you're stepping out to practice Jesus' way in your own life. Until then, until next time, thanks for being a friend to the show and for tuning in to the In Focus podcast. May your world continue coming into clearer focus and may God lead you into an increasingly eternal kind of life before him.